0: Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. And we pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise God. We're continuing our series made for more. And tonight's lesson, uh, the title is learn from pain. Learn from from pain. And our opening scripture is James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4. James chapter 1, verse 2, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You may be seated. Learn from pain. Now, I don't know about you, but I will admit that most of the time, the last thing I want to do when I'm in pain or suffering is learn from it. Amen. I'd rather want to be done with it. I wish it wouldn't have come in the first place, but I'm not really uh, in the mindset to learn from it. That's just human nature. And as much as we want to avoid pain and suffering in our lives, whether it be physical or emotional or mental, we all are going to experience it. It's just part of life. Physical pain from sickness or disease, emotional pain from disappointment or heartbreak, mental pain from tormenting thoughts of doubt and fear, failure, bitterness, or even hatred. You know, then there's another kind of suffering, that is unique to those who are the people of God, those who walk with the Lord, those who keep his word, and those who serve him daily. John chapter 15, 20, Jesus said, remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. He told us that we would go through certain things when because of our testimony because of our walk with him luke chapter 21 verse 17 you will be hated by all for my name's sake and 2nd timothy three twelve: Yea, and all that live godly in christ jesus shall suffer persecution amen so we know it's part of our christian walk that we will go through some things But the important thing to remember is that suffering will produce growth in our lives and we will learn from it if we choose to, amen, and not let it uh, cause us to be bitter or cause us to think some other thing because we don't always learn like we need to when we're on the mountaintop or when everything's going fine in our lives. You know, as much as we don't want them, we need the storms. We need the trials and we need the tribulations. Some people, they hardly even pray until something goes wrong in their lives and then they become prayer warriors. Others are not faithful to God's house until pain and suffering hits home with them. You know, do you know what the fastest way to fill up a church is on a Sunday morning? Have a big old earthquake on Saturday night. We've seen it. My wife and I have talked about it. We we had a we have a big old earthquake on Friday or Saturday night. Church's gonna be full on Sunday. Amen. Because the Bible talks about it. It's just human nature. Amen. There is something about suffering that causes us to seek God more, call on Him more, and depend on Him more. And I, I like laughter just uh, as much as the other other people, everybody else. Amen. I like to have fun. I like good times. Amen. But I see a scripture in the Bible from the wise man Solomon, Ecclesiastes 7.3, sorrow is better than laughter for by the sadness of the countenance, the heart is made better. There's something about sorrow. And if we're gonna reach our full potential in the Lord, we will experience pain. And there's no other way to be fully formed in the likeness of Jesus, unless we do go through some things. Because Jesus himself went through many things in his humanity. Amen. Hebrews 2.10, for it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Jesus is the captain of our salvation, and you see the Bible said he was made perfect through his sufferings. 1 Peter two twenty one. for to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. He suffered. He left us an example that we should follow his steps. Amen. He he suffered for the kingdom and the cause of God. He went through all kinds of things, ridicule. People didn't want, you know, to to be around him when he was eating with the sinners and publicans. And they they did all kinds of things and tried to catch him, tried to trip him up. And then of course, we know uh, he was taken prisoner at the Garden of Gethsemane and all the things he went through, amen. He did it, amen, for us. He did it, amen, so we could be saved and also as an example. Now, we're not looking for trouble. I'm not looking for pain for pain and suffering. I'm not out there, hey, let's drive around and get some pain and suffering. No, we're not going after it, amen. But when it comes to the way we, mu- when it comes to our, uh, you know, things that come our way, we gotta ask God, Lord, help me to learn from this. Help me to learn from this. If I'm going to go through this for whatever period of time, help me to learn from it. Amen, I'm walking with God. Why? So I can grow in grace and I can grow in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, see, there's too many Christians that believe as long as they're faithful to God and His Word that they should be in a trouble-free environment with perfect health and constant well-being in their lives, but that's not, that's not the way it is. Amen. Life happens sometimes. Amen. So when trouble and suffering comes to people that have that mindset, it throws them for a loop. And instead of learning, amen, from it so they can grow, amen, they grumble and complain and they're shocked that something like this is happening to them. And that's why Peter told us in 1 Peter four twelve, beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice. So he's telling us, hey, look at it a different way. Rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings. Amen. I'm, I'm being with my Lord. Amen. And that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. So tonight we're going to talk about four key points about learning from pain. Amen. Number one pain motivates change only present discomfort can drive you to seek a better future you know years ago uh there was a young man that uh uh just he was a a, he was a big guy even at a young age Uh, he played football in school coming up uh, and at 11 years old he was 200 pounds Amen. And then when he uh, was drafted to the NFL, he went to the Chicago Bears and his name is William Perry. And he was, uh, he was nicknamed the refrigerator because he was so big. He was a, one of the linemen for the Chicago Bears and he was 335 pounds when he played for the uh, Chicago Bears. And, but you know what, even though he was, uh, he was an intimidating figure and, uh, he, he would, he would cause a lot of grief for the defensive lineman in the, in football. He had a fear, amen, that, uh, that, uh, this big guy, this big, strong guy, he had a fear of the dentist and how many people have a fear of the dentist sometimes. And he didn't go to the dentist for 20 years. And because of that, he had teeth falling out. He said he pulled some of his own teeth. His mouth was, you know, he had all kinds of problems and infections and just constant pain. Amen. And finally, uh, somebody in the Chicago area, uh, a, a, uh, a dentist that does uh, all kinds of uh, implants and stuff, they approached him and said, you know what, we will for free, $60,000 value at the time, we will take the rest of your teeth, a few that you have left out, we'll put the implants in there and we'll do it for free so you can have a a good smile, and you can eat food, and you won't have any more pain, so finally, he went for it, and he did it, and he was so happy, and someone asked him, hey, you know, what happened to your fear of the dentist? 20 years. He said, I got tired of my mouth hurting all the time. Pain is a great motivator, amen, and pain is one of the greatest motivators of change known to mankind. It has far more potential to drive you in the right direction than any other emotion or experience, including desire. C.S. Lewis said, like, said it like this. We can ignore even pleasure, but pain insists upon being intended to. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. Amen. You see, a cat that sits on a hot stove will never do it again okay? Because they're smart. Because pain is, is uh, not only a motivator, but it's a good teacher. Physical pain drives us to the doctor. Hunger pain drives us to get something to eat, drives us to the drive-thru maybe. Amen. Financial pain causes us to deal with debt and drives us to earn our, and save more money. Amen. The pain of guilt and shame and conviction drives us to seek God and His Word so we can obtain His wonderful uh, salvation and His promises. And one of the ways we grow through pain is to allow what we experience to drive us to self examination and change. Lord, help me to see myself. Help me to check myself against Your Word. Help me to change. Amen. The second key point we're going to talk about is. Hardship improves character. You learn best when you suffer most. You see, God at times allows us to go through pain as his children in order to test us and refine our faith. He's not trying to, you know, just make it miserable for us. He's trying, it's all a part of his plan and purpose to make us better people. Our our text verse said, James chapter one, my brethren... Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Now, when I was in high school, I uh, I was do I did pretty good grades all the way up until the senior year, and then I got this sickness called senioritis, and uh, I started messing around and playing around and got too much into sports and you know partying and all that kind of stuff and my grades went down the tubes. I had like, you know, a 3.8 average going into my senior year and then my senior year almost sunk me where I wasn't even going to qualify to go to college. Amen. And I remember that right before Christmas vacation, we used to call it Christmas vacation, not winter break. Right before Christmas vacation, I had a midterm final in English, and I hated English class. Amen. And I got—I flunked that final, and the teacher told me, he said, if you come in over the holiday break, and I'm like, what? If you come in over the holiday break, and you retake that final, uh, I will, and you pass it, then I'll pass you, uh, you know, I'll pass you in this uh, class. And I said, okay, and I did it but you know what? I found out one thing, you know, tests were painful in school. Test equals pain. I just knew that. Amen. And because I failed the test, I had to have more pain. I had to have another that I had to take the same test over because I didn't learn from the first one. And so it's important that we learn from our pain and learn from our suffering and learn from what we go through, whether it was brought upon by us or not. Amen. Sometimes we bring it on ourselves. Sometimes we let other people talk us into it. Sometimes we go through things just because it's part of life. Amen. But we need to learn from it all. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. Now all discipline seems painful at the time. Amen. Amen. And you know, when you got disciplined, when, I, when we were a kid, we got spanked and that whole thing, this is going to hurt me more than hurt you. I don't think so. Amen. That's not what I was thinking. I was thinking I'd love to take, I'd love to be bigger than you so I could take that belt from your hand and I'll give you a couple. But I didn't say anything because I was just a little kid and that was my, my mom and my dad. Amen. But uh, it's not till you get older, till you appreciate what, what you were, how you were raised and things. But discipline seems painful at the time. Amen, and no kidding. And it doesn't seem joyful, but later it produces the fruit of peace and righteousness for those trained by it. Amen. And you know, like there's that old saying, and, and it uh, has typically to do with weightlifting uh, or you know, and some other disciplines. No pain, no gain. Right? Amen. You got to, You have to. You know, endure some pain to grow. To grow your muscles to grow this, to grow your mind, and the same with pain and suffering that comes our way in life. Amen. No pain, no gain. We got to allow it to help us grow. We cannot expect to grow stronger unless our limits are tested, and that oftentimes is a painful experience. So why does God allow these things to happen in our lives? Well, one of the reasons, Hebrews twelve six, for the Lord disciplines the one he loves and punishes every son he receives, endure suffering as discipline. God is dealing with you as sons. For what son is there that a father does not discipline? Amen. And so we have a loving heavenly father, the best father there ever could be. Amen. And he loves us enough to correct us. He loves us enough to get our attention. Amen. And so he said, endure suffering as discipline. Think, look at it, did things differently, Amen. Even Jesus Himself, like I said, as a human being, He was God and man. He had to endure some things, and He learned through His suffering. Hebrews five eight. Listen to this verse: Although He was the Son, He learned obedience from what He suffered. And so, these are powerful verses to let us give a different look. I hope by the end of tonight, Amen, we have a different outlook. Not that we're going to appreciate pain anymore or suffering or anything, but a different outlook on how we should uh, view it and how we should proceed when it happens to us. Because if the man Christ Jesus learned from obedience and what he suffered, then we need to do the same because he's our greatest example. So what typically goes through your minds or even crosses your lips when you're going through some painful experience? Why is this happening to me? I wish this would hurry up and get over with. That's kind of the, you know, the human thing. But as God's children, we should try to ask ourselves different questions. Like, what can I learn from this experience? What does God have in store for me in the future because of I'm going through this? What does this difficulty make possible in my life that maybe couldn't have happened? What can I do to grow through this? these are better questions to ask. Because if the steps of a good man or a good person are order to the Lord, and we know they are, and if all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose, and we know that they are, then we need to understand that God is with us and for us and will see us through these times of pain and suffering so that we will be stronger in him because if we are following him then it's all his plan amen you mean if I dig a pit myself and I fall in my own pit because I forgot it was there or whatever that's still going to be part of his plan because he's going to help us learn from that like hey don't dig any pits anymore amen Because we need to understand that God uses everything. Everybody say everything. Everything. God uses everything in our life to help us grow and be what he wants us to be. The third thing we're going to talk about tonight is suffering binds you to Christ. You will meet Jesus in your sorrow. Suffering produces growth because it brings us closer to him. It deepens our relationship with him. Jesus suffered a great deal in his, his earthly ministry. We know that. We already talked about that. It was foretold many hundreds of years before he was born. Isaiah 53:3. he was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. So Jesus came to suffer and die. So when we suffer, we actually identify more closely with him. Amen. He's our example. He's our Lord. Amen. Praise God. Philippians 3.10. That's why Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Amen. You know what fellowship is? That's when we get together and have fellowship and usually food and fellowship go hand in hand. That's my favorite part of it. Amen. But fellowship is talking and getting to know people. Amen. And uh, that's kind of one of the last things I want to have fellowship with. Hey, you want to go out and fellowship with suffering? No. But that's what he was talking about. That I may know him. That part of knowing him is not only the, we like the power of his resurrection. That's the Holy Ghost power, but also the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I may attain unto the resurrection of, of the dead. So though at times God allows suffering to come our way, he will be there for us when we are suffering. Because he suffered, we know that he will comfort us when we suffer. Because one of the main attributes, what's one of the main attributes of the Holy Ghost? He is not just the title of his, of his, but what he is, the comforter. Amen. And I thank God for that. And that leads to our last, fourth and last point of the evening endurance leads to victory the path to blessings lead through suffering so another way we grow from suffering is when we endure we will become victorious amen patience is synonymous with perseverance which is synonymous with endurance no trial or tribulation lasts forever and everybody say thank you jesus uh, you know, sometimes they, we think they do. Sometimes we think this sickness will never go away. We think this issue at work will never go away. We think this problem with this person will never go away. But no trial or tribulation lasts forever. Like other things in life, it came to pass. And God help us to learn, amen, and not just try to rush through it and, and, and just, you know, close off everything until, and just sit in a corner until it's over. No, let's learn from it. Amen. We're constantly example. You know, people are looking at us, and when we, they see us trusting in Jesus through through pain and suffering, that's an example to them. Amen. Sometimes all we can see is what is happening to us at the moment. We need to allow God to show us the big picture because this incident that we're going through is part of the big picture. Amen. A- and the big picture is what God is doing in and through the difficulties in our lives so that we can use it, so he can use it for his ultimate glory. Amen. See, we we grow strong in faith by learning to persevere during trying times, knowing that something greater lies on the other side of them. Like I said the other couple Sundays ago, weeping may endure for the night, but joy's coming in the morning. Hang in there. Amen. When we're sick or facing stress at work, or dealing with difficult personal relationships, it can be challenging to keep a hopeful attitude. But if we'll keep our eyes on God during all the times we experience pain and suffering, we will have a different perspective and outlook on things which in turn will give us a better attitude and disposition. Amen. (laughs) Praise God. Apostle Paul said it like this. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. He had, he had a, a, an understanding. Yes, we're going through these things, but I'm looking at it, amen, uh, the best I can look at it, because God is going to get me through. What we must realize is that when we persevere through our pain and suffering, trusting and waiting on God all the way, it can not only bring hope and strength to uh, us, but also to others. It ultimately brings glory to God when God gets, sees us through a situation, we come out the other side praising him and giving him all the glory because without him, it wouldn't have happened. Amen. Hallelujah. Because it's only by his grace, his mercy, and, this, and, and the and strength that we are, and his strength that we are able to get through these tough times. Praise God. You know, when you think of learning from pain, I think of Joseph in the book of Genesis, you know, the 11th son of Jacob. Uh, He, you know, at 17 years old, he had a couple of dreams that just, you know, catapulted him into some scary things and crazy things in his life. His brothers were jealous of him. His, his, His dad, you know, was, you know, even questioning what was going on there. And uh, he had to deal with rejection and hatred from his own family. He was sold as a slave by his brothers. He ended up in Egypt and he was sold again to Potiphar, who was the captain of Pharaoh's guard. And just when things were starting to go good at Pharaoh's house, he was falsely accused by Potiphar's wife and thrown into prison. And he stayed in prison for years and even met a couple guys in prison. And uh, they said they were going to put a good word and one of them got out and uh, they, he got he forgot about, and another couple more years passed, and there was no end in sight. He was going through some pain and suffering. Yet through all of Joseph's pain, God had not forgotten him, and God had not abandoned him. In fact, God had positioned Joseph just where He wanted him to be, and it was it was good because Joseph never took his eyes off the big picture, and the big picture is just looking at God because He's the biggest picture you got. Amen. He never let his his experience in, at any given time, you know, drive him and cause him to be somebody other than what God wanted him to be. So we got to realize that our pain and suffering, it can't be for a higher purpose. Now, Egypt at the time was a world power and had influence on the world. Amen. And, you know, and it was... Uh, part of the plan of God. Egypt was part of the plan of God at that time. And in order to fulfill that plan, God had a plan for Israel. But in order to fulfill the plan for Israel, which would fulfill the plan for Egypt, he had to fulfill the plan for Joseph. So all these plans tied together, but they began with a 17-year-old boy that had a couple of dreams and, had, and went through all of these success, uh, issues and deal, dealings in succession Amen. And ended up in prison. Amen. Pain and suffering for 13 years. But they began with this young boy and it, it, it had to start with him. And then it went to the whole world. And finally he was released from prison because Pharaoh had the dream and he, he explained the dreams to Pharaoh and he was let out. He became second in command and he became one of the most, of the most powerful men in the world. And his, his uh, because of the famine, his family had to come. His brothers had to come to buy food in Egypt because Egypt had the only food all around because that was part of God's plan. And then Joseph revealed himself to his brothers after 13 years. He cried, he hugged their necks, he kissed them, and he brought his dad and all the family and everybody over to Egypt. And he said this thing in Genesis fifty twenty. But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. So Joseph was used not only uh, to save his own family, which would be the, the beginnings of the nation of Israel, but also to save much people alive. Amen. Because of all he went through. Praise God. Let's learn from our pain. That was the big picture God has called us for a purpose so that what we go through is part of that purpose. We need to trust him through it all. Romans 5.3 says not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. And my final scripture tonight, 1 Peter 1, 1.7, that the trial of your faith Being much more precious than of gold that perishes. Everybody said gold. Wow, gold is so everything. I want gold this, gold that. Amen. The trial of your faith, the pain and suffering you might go through. It's more precious than gold that perishes. Though it be tried with fire, might be found under praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Thank God. Amen. Yeah, I don't want pain. I don't want suffering. But when it comes, help me have a right spirit. When it comes, I don't want to be bitter about it. I I don't want to, you know, you know, think about like throwing in the towel and say, what's going on here? And I didn't sign up for this. You know what? God told us all about it. And our great captain of our salvation, our great Lord Jesus Christ, our wonderful savior went through it. Amen. And so I can do it too. And he's going to help me through it. And I'm going to learn from it. And I'm going to be a better person when I come out the other side. Would you stand with me? What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.